I'm terribly scarred on this side. <laughs> All my videos only one side. This I don't have any. I only have half a torso. I'm in a petri dish. <laughs> They're keeping me alive against my will. <laughs> <laughs> so, whatever. So, in the, last, in the last 30 years that you're in and around fellowships, you must have seen like the hundreds of different types of seekers going to this thing and that thing and the other thing and this thing that thing and the other thing over and over and over again that's what you were talking about there just a second ago the seekers well the seeker comes is derived from the seeking obviously so they're seeking nothing wrong or right with that but the seeking is obviously the verb is used to imply a now yeah so let's say let's say the verb has a certain amount of oomph so its projection is based on the oomph. So the meaning on the goal of the seeking oomphs the projection. Yeah? Like when you're doing dish, when you're dishwashing, your head isn't mining that much identifying with that. But when you're like on a Homeric journey, you're getting a big, yes, a big reflection. Yeah? I've seen it because I saw it happen. I thought spirituality was very noble much more important than doing dishes. Yeah. So all the while not knowing that the spirituality, the seeking of it was reinforcing that which I wanted to escape. Yeah. That was the sort of joke that I was the butt of, so to speak. Yeah. So the seeking is what is used to imply the seeker. There is no seeker, obviously. There's no noun. The interpretation, the narration of this event is subject-object, is noun-verb. It's a dualistic narration. So, but the noun is always derived from the verb. A noun doesn't have anything to stand on. It's just made up. Yeah? So there's verb, there's seeking, and therefore that's the seeker. So it's not the seeker stops seeking. There's a stopping of seeking, and then the seeker isn't produced. Yeah? Now the story will still be the seeker stopped because the, the, the noun stubbornness is going to reassert itself. But if you really saw the, the uh, autopsy of it, you would see that the seeking stopped and therefore there was no projection of the seeker. Yeah, that's why some people will say, stop, but you don't even have to stop. Just don't, if, if there isn't... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, loving it. Are you the lady that was on the? Oh, last year. Everyone loves you. You gotta let it go, baby. Sing, sing out. Everyone in America loves you. <laughs> They were saying, they were saying, who is that lady laughing? And I said, I don't know, but she did it on perfect cues. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> You're better this year than last year. <laughs> oh, I was so hoping you'd come. <laughs> but in a sense, in a sense, there's everything is seeking. It's just different meaning given to it. Yeah? And so who's going to stop the seeking? But you can see you're not the seeker. Yeah? Yeah? So the seeking gets claimed. It's going to be claimed. And it's going to be implied the now. And that's what we were talking about at lunch. Really, after entertaining these ideas and coming to talks, the importance of warning others became paramount in the download, yeah? And then I hit that thing of like Hoang Po, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha, yes? Now, you can't use mind to seek mind. You can't use light to seek light. And it was obvious that Hoang Po, the master, wasn't saying that to Bill, Steve, Mary, and Sue. He was saying it to the Buddha, yes? AKA Bill, Mary, Stephen, Sue. Yes? So he wasn't seeing Bill as Bill, and he wasn't going to fuck up Bill's whole Buddhism practice by going, hey, Bill, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. And Bill would go, well, I better stop doing something that was good for probably Bill. Yeah? But no, he's talking to the Buddha. You can't use yourself to find yourself. Not 800 pages of commentary, no exemptions, just period. You can't use yourself to find yourself. Yeah. Now, Ramana, the same idea, it usually would be parenthesized with the problem or the greatest mystery. So in language, you would think the problem has an emphasis, yeah? It's sort of like he would say, he didn't say a problem, he would say the problem. See, she's having a problem, but it's not the problem. She's <laughs> so the problem has some emphasis, and the problem is the idea of this non-existent thing, feeling it's existing, yeah? wanting to get salvation for the non-existent thing, to the point where, if that's so, the spiritual practices of the non-existent thing will be reinforcing it, not destroying it. Yes? Because, first of all, you can't destroy a non-existent thing. <laughs> it doesn't exist. So there's no, there's no ultimate battle with lightsabers because there's no existing thing. It's, a, it's an imaginative uh, apparition that gets reinforced all day by the, the mental systems, yeah? So Brahmana says it that way, Hoang Po says it another way, I'm sure Nisargadatta says it in quite a lot of ways, and Nisargadatta also says, like we say, I didn't know this, but someone sent me a, a, a quote that sounded familiar. He, what we say here is we're not talking to you about this, we're talking to what you are about what you're not, we're not spending any moment talking to what you're not about what you are, yeah? And so Nisargadatta said in a certain way, we're not talking to you as mine, we're talking to the consciousness, yeah? 
because the consciousness, if it hears the message, you're, it's not you, that goes somewhere. If you hear the message, you're not you, it doesn't go anywhere. It just gets you into a non-dual pretzel of <laughs> frustration. <laughs> because then it's like the hand, yeah, that's in the glove, tries to think of, of getting out of the glove, but as the glove, yeah? So the glove tries to get out of the glove, there's no escape, but if the, if the glove is seen not as the hand, the hand just pulls out. So the whole point of the warnings is to not point out what we are, but to point out what we're not, yeah? With the hopes that what we are hears it, and then looks at what we're not, as exactly what it is, which is an activity what we are is entertaining, basically, yeah? So maybe what you are can say, hey, I don't feel like entertaining it this much anymore. And so what happens, the, the lighting, all the spotlights get removed, or at least go up, and then you see more. It's not just, a, you know, a fucking tunnel vision on the stage, you see all the space around the stage. The act keeps going, but there's a lot of space around it, and there's a sense of that space being you, yes? So now you travel lighter as the little performing animal, and yet you're not the performing animal. But the performance continues, yeah? Yeah, but the amazing thing is, the greatest beneficiary of all this is the action figure, because the action figure gets what it really wants, which is to travel lighter, but it doesn't get the joy of being there to have it. <laughs> so sometimes if you're looking at the deal from the action figure, it doesn't look like a good deal, because the action figure wants to write itself into the story. You know, If it can't do that, it's not that interested in the situation. So. Hopefully you're going to get bored and tired enough of experiences and phenomena and all this other shit where you'll be ready to hear some good news, yeah? <laughs> She's heard it before, and I rest my case. <laughs> Take it from here. I'm going to step out for a minute. <laughs> and you take over. Because either you can start there or you're going to end there. You're going to go. I could say that's the end of it or the start of it. It doesn't matter. They can switch. <laughs> but basically, you're going to probably laugh like crazy. <laughs> and then you finally see, you finally see the great escape, which is, <laughs> as they say in a Buddhist text, the wisdom of no escape, which is there's no escape from an imaginary place. <laughs> so the greatest, the people that have escaped the most are the ones that seem to be completely here. <laughs> Because the mobile prison is trying to get out <laughs> of what you're not in.
this is the unedited version. This is this is this is full XXX. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. I can't go on if you gave away the punchline. How can the show be valuable in the last five minutes? questions I'm questioning her mental health we'll take it we'll take it we'll take it, we'll, we'll take it from there so are you bringing that all back to the that you have a role you have a role you, you see yourself just as that role whichever that role is I don't even see it as a role. I don't have, I don't know what's going on. If you ask me how I feel, I don't even know. I'm not keeping abreast of the news broadcasts of Paul. <laughs> really, I have no idea. If someone asks how you're feeling, I have no idea how I'm feeling. <laughs> you know? Remember how much observation was always about you all day? That's been sent on recess, yeah? So, just here because I can't be anywhere else, really. I'm not trying to be here. I definitely know that's not necessary. And, uh, you know, things just go on and on and on. You know what it says in recovery, be the role. What? what you know, in recovery it says... Um, you're no longer director. You're no longer director. Just be the role he assigns. What does that mean? You sitting in that chair asking me that question. That's what it means. Just be the role. You're completely f fulfilling your role. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we always think of it's put off in time. It's now. All those descriptions are of now. They're not a, they're not a I'm going to find my role. No, that's the role right here. Ask the question. Be the father, be the wherever you're in, one situation. You can't be otherwise. What is, what's for me it is is a lot of. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a lack of interest, but the let's say interest has been redistributed, yeah, and I would say the bank that has the biggest. Uh, Reserves is nothing. Yeah? The interest and attention is invested in itself. That's all. And then it comes out to do deal with what's up in this day, in this moment. Yeah? But it doesn't, it doesn't spend much all day. There's really not that much it spends. And then it can just rest in its sense, which I feel is what people call the presence. It's just the... It's, un it's undirected attention and interest. When it's not being sent in the chore of reinforcing the imaginary historical figure, which means the interest and attention has to be in what's not happening most of the time. Yes? It's here now. 
and it's resting in here now, and it's, there's a, it has enough to navigate through a fucking day easily. And yet, the interest attention can rest in its nature, which is not of thingness, nor about thingness, really. Yes? Yeah. These things you come to, you don't know, you find out. You entertain some ideas, those ideas do whatever they do, or trigger whatever they trigger, and then there's, a, there's our effects, and then because we're sentient, and we can observe something has changed, you notice the changes, yeah? So, like it says in AA, you come to believe. Well, you entertain some ideas, and then you come to believe the validity of them, because as Jesus says, you'll know the tree by its fruits, and you'll see that you're traveling lighter through whatever life has in store for the action figure, yet you are, it's, you are definitely, definitely not the cause of that ability demonstrating. So you're in humility, yeah? There's no, the claiming, it can't stretch the claiming to go back that far. It just can't, yeah? So it just, it withdraws its fucking hand, and you're in, you're in, you're right-sized. The horse is in front of the cart. You're an effect and an expression. You're not a fucking cause. Something is causing this event, and it isn't you, yes? So that, to me, is humility. So now you're directed instead of being directing, yeah? You're led instead of leading, yeah? And then you get weaned off of, and you start before the thought, not after the thought. What you are is before the thought, not after the thought. What you're made to be comes after the thought. What you are is before the thought. So that idea of pause and recovery becomes a frequent locale. So that pause is actually what you are, yeah? So that's where you start. And then instead of having horizontal downloads of thoughts, historical, it's gonna be exactly like what it was and it's gonna be that in the future, you get sort of like vertical downloads that interrupt that whole storyline and you're open to see new things instead of the same old, same old. And you're available and you're present and therefore you're of service. Nothing has to do with any doing at all. You're just going to express a change that your mind has entertained. And I'll tell you something, it may, be, it's may become common, the, the idea of non-duality, but it is an incredibly novel idea because it's not like all the other directions. All the other directions set off a course based on you being the town you're leaving from. So all the other maps are you going to arrive somewhere. Yeah? This map is questioning, are you in Omaha? Before you go out and buy all the maps to LA, make sure you know where you're starting from. So non-duality is a, a disarming, not a call to arms. Yes? You lose interest in what you used to call your noble calling. Yeah? And you're just fucking here because you can't be anywhere else. Yeah? But there's a beauty in it because you're, a, you're receptive, you're open, you're never gypped. Yeah? You don't come and go. Yeah? Nothing I do takes me away. Nothing I do gets me closer. Yeah? You're just in dog shit awareness, which I think is the highest level. Tell you the truth. <laughs> I do. I think up here is really fucking thick. The dog shit awareness is awesome.
because the mind sees no value in it, the mental state. It doesn't see, it, see, it thinks it's nothing. It's like Sauron in the Lord of Rings when he's always combing the grounds for the ring. Yeah, then you could hide anything else there because it's just looking for that thing It's valuable. Same thing with the mental state. The mental state is looking for fucking excitement, glory, fucking the Homeric journey, the odyssey, the dark night of the soul, all this shit. It's not looking for fucking go to the store, pack your own groceries, no one notices you, you don't have bright, clear eyes and loving gazes, and you're not, you know, going into monotonic fucking love gasps or whatever. You're just fucking hanging around. Yes? Paul, we know it back where I'm home. When I first started giving talks that people would start doing this, no fucking way. And we started hanging out. And you know what? Frequency makes things ordinary. If you're available a lot, you become ordinary. First they were buying me coffees, then they stopped buying me coffee, stopped buying me dinners. Only when I come to Ireland, it would last. But if I was here for a month, it wouldn't. So, yeah. It just goes, goes away, goes away. Now, if I only came once every five months and sat in a room and then just walked out at the last minute here, but and then go back and you wouldn't see me again, you'd probably want to see me again. But then if you hang out with a person over again, oh, he's just fucking ordinary. There's not much value there. Yes? Yes? Yes. That's why we do it, man. We have fellowship all the time. Because the, ordinary, the ordinariness has a quality that the special doesn't, which it's got stayability. Specialness means it comes and goes, and usually it go, comes much more infrequently than goes. It's usually going more than coming. But this is available at all times, right where you are with no requirement necessary. You can rest in something that's reliable and it will show its effects in your life. Yes? You'll have a sense of ease and comfort and you'll have peace and contentment. Yes? You'll be satisfied. Your baseline will be satisfaction and contentment, not fucking anxiety and seeking. Yes? Your, your pursuit of happiness will be a leisurely walk because you won't, you won't be pursuing happiness. Yes? You'll be in contentment. Yes, yes. You won't, it wouldn't be everything's going to go great. You'll have the ability to fit yourself around circumstances instead of trying to manage them to fit them around you. Yes? You'll, have, you'll find newfound abilities that weren't newly found. They were available at all times. It's just... The access was off. You were trying to get these things for something that you're not. You lose interest in that something that you're not, and you'll find out incredible amount of value in what you are, because it will express itself. When? Now. Where? Here. Yeah? You'll travel lighter. What did you say earlier about planning? You're planning it now. So that's not because you're trying to escape the now. You're just, this is because you need to plan if you want to do something. In the future, yeah. You're entertaining as a future, so yeah. I'm planning to get out of here soon. (laughs) (laughs) Just trying to figure out how how fast I can do it. I was hoping she was going to help me. What better to leave under the cover of laughing? (laughs) 
No, of course. Planning, the whole point is it's not planning or not planning. It's seeing is there anyone planning. Yes? The meaning isn't from planning. The meaning is it's you planning. Yeah? The planning happens. Yes? But the idea of you, yeah, that could be looked at. Yes? Thoughts happen. Actions are happening. Feelings are happening. But is there an actor, a feeler, and a doer? Yeah? That could be put under healthy suspicion and just to see. And if you're not the thinker, I'm guaranteeing you the thoughts will lose influence over you. Not by getting rid of them, yeah, because that just provokes more thoughts in some way, but by losing interest in them because they're not yours. And if you think it's an arcane, esoteric practice, it's fucking obvious that you lose interest as soon as you find something has nothing to do with you. And so if you could see what you're calling you as not you, you would lose interest, just like we were talking about earlier, when I was waiting for that girl to say something about me in the other room, because I have plans, like I like to marry her and shit like that, and then she says she likes another guy, I lose interest in that conversation because it's not about me anymore. Exactly. You would lose interest in this little narration if it was seen as not about you. Yeah, you wouldn't be fighting it. You wouldn't be trying to manage it. You would allow it to meander just like that river in this picture. Yes, you wouldn't be building dams and fucking pikes and canals and shit like that. You would just go on and going on because the meaning doesn't come from there. The meaning comes from the thinker. The bondage is of the feeler, not the feelings. The feelings facilitate the bondage, but it's the feeler that's the key in the lock. Yes? We're always looking in the wrong direction. We think we, if we just stop thinking, everything would get great. You, the head is the, probably not going to stop thinking. So now you've delayed, an, just like everything else, a, a day you can arrive. The thoughts will have to stop for me to be okay. Good luck. Yeah? Or I have to get over this thing before I'm open and ready. No. There is no fucking considerations or requirements necessary except for the ones you believe. Yeah? This is always available at all times, right where we are, with no requirement necessary unless you believe there are requirements. And if you entertain this idea, one of the things it's going to erase are quite a lot of the requirements. Really? It will. It will winnow it down to where you're just here, left with your own devices, and you'll see they're not your devices. So bondage of self is the old ideas. The bondage of self is an activity. Yeah? It's sort of like if you were hearing thoughts, they'd have a different effect than when you're listening to them. The listening to them promotes a bondage of self through the idea of being the thinker of the thoughts. Hearing them is just consciousness, yeah? You're conscious, so you're going to hear thoughts. Listening to it is different, yes? The bondage of self is of our own making, in a sense, because like in Buddhism, they say there's the cherishing of self. That's exactly what it is. You love the thoughts because they're about you. If you saw the same thoughts construed as Stanley's, you would, you would have a, an immunity to their effects. But because they're held as yours, they have incredible influence. 
It's not the thought, yeah? It's not the feeling. It's not even the action. It's the sense of being the actor, the feeler, and the thinker. That's the bondage of self. It uses activities that are happening to bind you to the idea that you're the cause or the effect of those things. Yeah? Yeah. And in seeing this, hopefully, like we talked at lunch, as someone who's been with you at satsang, I went to satsangs, we're here, we've all done spiritual stuff, really, the best news you could bring about is warnings. Warnings about the pet, the, the typical pitfalls that the system, when you're thinking you're entering an exit, it's really an entrance, yes? When you're going out, you're more locked in, yeah? If you can see that, if you can see it, yeah? then you'll, you'll, you can see the heist in motion, and if, you're, if your interest is withdrawn, it doesn't have the ability to bond you. Yes? That's my hopes, because I walked in, I got inspired in, in spirituality, and I fell into every one of those holes that were, I finally read about when I read Ramana and other teachers. And when I read them, and they described the whole, I had an intimate sense of it because I'd been in that hole, yeah? When they said that you're try- self trying to get out of self, yeah, is impossible. I had a whole flash of my whole life since six years old. That's exactly what the theme of my life was. I was trying to get out of me as me, yeah? That's how the information lands. The message, the invitation comes in, and then it tells me, just like if you want to know the effects of gravity, you don't have to become a professor of gravity and a PhD and study every little molecule or whatever. Just go into an anti-gravity chamber and you'll know what gravity is by its absence. Yeah? You know the problem by the relief from it. When you get relief, part of the package of the relief is it informs you of the manufacturing or the mechanism of the, disre- of the unrelief. That's what it does. The part of the relief is it's, if it's information about why it didn't seem to be available before. Everyone, every download ever got, you don't get a download of just emptiness. That's already here. You get a download that informs you of why things that seem to be always available at all times were seeming not to be. That's what it does. It tells you about what you're not. So with the hopes that you'll see it instead of be looking from it. Yeah? Because if you're looking for what you're not, you will sooner or later start looking for what you are from what you're not. And you're going to fail. And that looking for what you are is going to be used to reinforce what you're not. And I don't give a shit what level you're on or think you're on. That's what happens. Because this thing is a mechanism. Yes? If it doesn't do it in the moment, it's going to do it two days later or an hour later. That epiphany, after it cools off, it's going to be your epiphany. <laughs> yeah? It's going to get morphed into the system, and it's just going to be another fucking thing that it can claim. Yes? To what? To reflect, to project the image of Paul as a doer or a haver or a spiritual thing or whatever. Yes? No. Maybe, maybe there's possibility, but at least you've gotten the warning. I've done my job. You get served a spiritual subpoena. Let's see what happens. Yeah, that's the best I can do. Because I surely would have liked to have heard it when I first started. Telling you the truth. 
because it's a little bit of a drag, even for the action figure, that all of its efforts were being used for the totally opposite agenda. I mean, it's a very rude awakening when those 13 hours of meditating every day were reinforcing the thing I've been trying to get out of instead of freeing me from it. That was sort of a drag as, you know, for the action figure to hear. You know what I mean? Fuck. <laughs> I didn't really want to drink that watery soup and sit for 13 hours. And where I was, it was in Thailand. There they have a uh, Everyone has to be a monk for three months. So I was in this temple. Oh, this is a trip. And so there's a lot of young kids who are monks, and they're driving motor scooters, and they have little ghetto blasters, and they're wearing the robes. They have total no interest in Buddhism. But they have to do it. It's like in being in the army. And at the time, they had these super fucking... Uh, what do you think when you throw a rock? A slingshot. A slingshot. They had these high-powered slingshots, and I lived in like an aluminum kuti, and there I was in the noble endeavor. I was in my fifth hour of silent meditation, and then whack! And they would kept shooting the, the little house with these giant rocks, with these super-powered slingshots. Bam! 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 It was unbelievable. I mean, that was the real teaching. It was something the universe was telling me, get the fuck up. <laughs> bam, bam. I didn't answer the call because I thought I was so right. <laughs> it's like this one. I don't know if I told you. This is a good one. I, did I talk about the sweat? Sweat lodge. Did we? The other day? Oh, oh, the sweat lodge. So when I was first sober, first year of sobriety, I knew a woman and uh, she got invited to this sweat, uh, big sweat, Native American sweat. And uh, it was in a beautiful place called Mount Shasta, a very holy mountain in Northern California. <laughs> so I'm only just sober. And so I said, sure, I'll go. And so we go up there. But when I get there, I realize this is a real big deal for a lot of people because they're driving. There's all these heroic figures with long, oh, there's, Har there's Harley Harry coming. And he's, he's, he's been at every sweat since, you know, they're all rolling in from all different states. And there's like 500 people. And they build all these little things and they put the, the you know, they use, I think, elm or something or cedar or whatever, and they get it. And there's a big pit, you know, and they have rocks there and they, they cook the rocks. It's like super fire. And then they throw water and herbs on the rocks and it produces incredible steam. It's like a huge steam bath. You, and so I'm in there and I'm standing, I'm holding on to the rafters and there's a lot of people in there. And so when they put the flap down, it's totally, and then heat rises, you know, which I knew, but I, did, I really knew after this event. <laughs> so I'm trying to sit down, but someone was under my ass, so I had to keep standing. And then the guy starts putting the fucking water, and it's burning my underarms and my nostrils, my ears, and I can't fucking take it. And I want to run out, but I got my spiritual face to protect. I, because I would have been the talk of the whole fucking event. Oh, there's the guy who ran out of the sweat. So I'm, I'm di I'll die before I leave. So I'm, holding, I'm, holding, I'm praying, please stop. Please stop. Don't throw another pail of water. And I can't, I'm just begging for that flap to open up. But I won't leave. You know? Finally, they open the flap. I run out. 
jump in the stream, get that rush, go back in, but now I'm smarter, so I sit right next to the flap, <laughs> so I can escape quicker. But it's all right, now go about eight years later, and I'm just doing whatever I'm doing. But mine has changed quite a lot. And my friend got into this stuff again, and he was going to have a sweat in his friend's house in Petaluma, and they got an Indian from Oklahoma. <laughs> There's only like 12 of them. And so and he wanted me to go with him to support him. He was a sponsee in AA. So I said, all right, I will go there, and we have food and Calistoga outside. And we go into it, and the guy starts putting the water on the rocks, and I have a realization, hey, it's hot. And I get up and walk out. <laughs> and then I'm outside, and all the food's there. The Calistogas are there, and they're praying and moaning inside, and I'm drinking and eating, and like this. What happened? Something changed, yes? As soon as I had the feeling I'm hot, I was out of there. <laughs> you come back to your fucking senses. That's what happened. You come back to your senses. You don't have to burn yourself for a peak experience or anything. I got shit. <laughs> you know it's really like that you get weaned off of, weaned off of this yeah? and if you want if you have if you're feeling if you want a skillful means use who am I yeah? or from whence I come yeah? because it's beautiful in a way let's say you're, th you're worrying about next week and most people would want to sort of concentrate on that. Why are you worrying about next week? Or should you be worrying? Or is it really worth worrying? But no, the self-inquiry just asks, who is it that's worrying about next week? That's all. And, you know, if you look at the body, we're always facing this way. The eyes, everything's this way. Yeah? The attention and interest is this way. Yes? So every once in a while in the stream, it's nice to stop and ask, who am I? Yes, or from whence we come, which is, what's the source? Because the source, everything we think we are, goes back to the same emptiness. Yes? Yeah, so if you follow anything, it's going to lead to what you are. No roads lead to anywhere else, really. If you take a sound, whatever it is, if you take it as far back as you can, you'll arrive at what's hearing the sound, which can't be heard. That which is hearing the sound cannot be heard. Yes? That which is seen can't be seen. That which is feeling cannot be felt. Yes? The mind you? has enough of jumping that. Hmm? The mind has enough of jump understanding that. Hmm. Well, take sound. Sound's an easy one. Yeah? Just take sound as far as you can go back. So let's say sound. People would say a very, like a very close sound to the body would be breath, let's say, yeah? But breath has a little skip, right? It goes in and then it stops and goes out. Heartbeat, let's go up, pump, but this. But then some, you'll, some people can hear frequencies, yeah? Some people in, in spirituality, they call it the celestial, the music of the spheres. Some people say it's tinnitus, whatever it is. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Whatever is your take. I like that the music of the spheres, whatever. But there's a frequency that's always on, even when it's loud out here, not loud. Yeah. And that frequency is the most constant thing I heard. And then when you're hearing it, it sounds like it's before anything else, like the traffic or even the breath or the heartbeat, it's before that. 
So it's like the last or the first sound. I couldn't go any farther. And then you hit a point, and then there's the hearing of the sound. But that's that, right? That's us, yeah? What else is that? What's hearing can't be heard. What we are cannot be experienced. We'd have to be something else to experience it. So at least get weaned off of that idea. You can experience what you are. You can, there's only one possibility about what you are is being it. Yeah? If you're being it, you can't know it, you can't study it, you can't experience it. If you're not being it, you can know it, study it, and experience it. You can but if you're, if you're being it, you cannot apply that search for knowledge to it. It will actually reinforce its seeming absence. Yes? You can apply it to anything that's not you. You can't turn that application to you. So let's get clear. It's not an experience we're talking about here. This, if you want it as a comparison, it would be a state. But it's not a state. But the length of it, it would be like a state... You can see an example of a state and an experience. A state would last a lot longer than an experience. Well, this is like the state of all states. So it's always available at all times. That's why it's not noticed, first of all. Yeah? Just like the fish, it seems absurd, but the fish could believe it's dry. Yeah? Because it's never gotten wet. It's always been wet. Yeah? If it had gotten wet, it would know. But because it can't got wet because it's always wet. It may not know. So we're always that. That's why it can seem not we're not that at all, because we're always that. We can't have the, the approach of I'm not that, I'm not that, and I become that. That would rec be recognized. But then again, if you think you can become something, you also think you can unbecome something. So that ain't it. Yeah. So you, there's a way of seeing what you're not. Yeah. And what you can apply to everything that you're not, you cannot apply to what you are. If you use the seeing to look for the seeing, you will be blind to the seeing. And if you really look at seeing, what's seeing and what's looking? Looking is just seeing injected with time, really. Seeing projected in time is looking. So when we're using seeing in time, yeah, we can't see the timelessness of seeing. Yeah? We're blind to it. Even though it's the same, we're using the seeing to find the seeing, we can't see it as the seeing. Yeah? So we're blinding ourselves for looking. That's why the lack of, the loss of interest, and as someone was just explaining it to me, he's made thinking he's lost interest. That's the goal of the fucking topic. The goal of the topic is to lose interest in becoming what you are based on you are that. It's totally appropriate. So if the message is working, it should lead you to lose interest in this as a topic because you're way beyond the topic, yeah? <laughs> you're being it. It doesn't need to be studied. It doesn't need to be fucking observed all day. You can't observe it. You would be the observing of it. 
And what's gonna what's gonna be vigilant? <laughs> Does it need an imaginary god? No. Yeah. It's the immediacy of the message is so beautiful. It doesn't take any time to arrive here. Yes? It's so beautiful. And if, especially if you have slacker tendencies, it's great. <laughs> because if I would start a sect, a sect in Buddhism, it'd be laying down Buddhism. <laughs> be just, everyone would just lay down like when you were in kindergarten. Take time for a nap. Great. High level of practice. <laughs> I want to read something, all right, from uh, another, another thing called Course in Miracles. You mind? Yes? No? no that's all good, yeah. You don't mind? Yeah. All right. If I can get the pick thing. Now, to me, this is my favorite thing in this. Hold on. I got to find it, so bear with me. I never read the whole book of the Course in Miracles. But I got a whole lot out of it, and this is a this is a on, out of a page called 468, I think. Yeah, I'll just read it. And what it is is a description of what we're not. Yeah, how what you're not is manufactured, and uh, yeah, it's beautiful. So if and I'll just try to share some things about it. So he goes. Yet we have heard of it. And so the Course in Miracles was happened, supposedly was downloaded in the 70s. And it came through a woman, a psychiatrist, who wasn't even interested in it. She never even practiced it or anything. This lady, I forgot her name. But, but, oh yes, but she somehow she knew the importance of it. And one of her colleagues, because she was a psychiatrist, right, started transcribing it. Yeah? So, and it was professing to be the, the mind of Christ. Not Jesus, you know, Christ. Of that, but the Christ energy, yeah? So it came through this lady. And this is a part of um, one of the chapters. And, it's, and in the course, it goes on. I really like some of this stuff. I like the idea of the dreaming, how it describes the dreaming. Because it takes us from being, let's say, an object in a dream or something being imposed upon by someone else's dream. It says we're the dreaming of the dream. We're the dreaming of the dreaming. In other words, it's, it sees our role in, in this event as unbelievably big. Yeah? We are the dreaming. We're not the dreamt, but we are the dreaming of all the dreamt. Yes? Yeah. So he goes, and he's talking about an uh, earlier chapter. He says, yet we have heard a very similar description earlier, really, of what we're not. Yeah? But it was not of you. See, these descriptions, what can be described is not of you. Yeah? Conversely, what you are can't be described. Yeah? Yeah. So it goes, reason would tell you, or you could use the word wisdom, but in the course they use reason a lot. Reason would tell you, wait, hold on. Yet we have heard a very similar description earlier, but it was not of you. But still... This strange idea, which it does accurately describe, you think is you. Yeah? The idea of what? Of being a doer, a thinker, a feeler, the long-lasting, independent, separate entity. Yeah? That idea 
So he says, but still this strange idea, which it does seek accurately describe you think is you. Of course, the whole key is think. Yeah? There's no way it could ever seem to be you except through thinking. So it's you think it's you. Yeah? It's not you that think, it's you think it's you. The thinking, yeah, yeah. To whom, so reason would, all right, yeah, reason would tell you that the world you see through eyes that are not yours, he's talking about these two eyes, yes? So he says, reason would tell you, or wisdom would tell you that the world you see through eyes that are not yours must make no sense to you, yeah? So if a little, if you as a little kid showed up here on a Sunday, and you were obsessed about Wednesday, and you were like this, you as a little kid said, what the fuck? Let's go out and play, yes? He would, it would make no sense to him that you're flipped out about next week, yeah? Because time hadn't set in yet in his head, yeah? Yeah. So to whom would seeing such as this, so it makes no sense to you, to whom would seeing such as this, what, what seeing such as this, the dualistic seeing, yeah? Subject, object, male, female, yes, no, high, low, connected, disconnected, that seeing, yeah? To whom would seeing such as this send back its messages? Surely not you, yeah? So the messages the brain is gathering isn't for you. The messages the brain is gathering is for the body, yeah? Its interpretive base is your body. You're a body that's a doer, you're the body that's conscious, you're the body that this, you're the body that that. Yes? Yeah. To whom would seeing such as this send back its message is surely not you, whose sight is wholly independent of the eyes that look upon the world. That's awareness, yes? Your awareness, your sight, not the sight that goes through the eye, but sight or awareness is independent of the eyes that see the world. Yes? It is not your vision, what, if this is not your vision, yeah, what can, it te- what can it show to you? It's not your vision. That's its value. What can a failed system show to you? It's not, it's failed. That's its value, yeah? <laughs> to whom would see, uh, if, uh, go. if this is not your vision, what can it show to you? The brain cannot interpret what your vision sees. This you would understand. The brain interprets to the body of which it is a part. That's one of the biggest lines in this book. The brain, which is collating all this information, is interpreting it all to the body. If you want to look at it as a state of mind, it's called self-centeredness. Yeah? So the system is centered on the idea that you're a self, and the idea of being a unique unit is represented by the body. Yeah? So he goes, the brain, cannot, the brain interprets to the body of which it is a part, but what it says you cannot understand. Yeah, exactly. Yet you have listened to it <laughs> because it's presented as you, really. That's the only fucking reason why you're listening to this station. You may have listened to it for a week or two, maybe even a month, but you would never have renewed the subscription after a year of this shit, would you? <laughs> really. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So basically, it has, a, it has a nice fucking hook, which is it's all about you, 
<laughs> so, but what it says you cannot understand, yet you have listened to it. And long and hard you try to understand its messages, yes. You have not realized it is impossible to understand what fails entirely to reach you. Yeah? This happens right now, in a way. The message is thrown out. Yes? The mental, the mental state claims to be the hearer of the message. That's happening now. It neuters it by the hearing of it. Yeah? So the message, you're a lion, gets claimed by the sheep programming. It never arrives at the lion. It gets diverted into sheepness. And then it just turned into, I can become like a lion. And then the message looks like every other fucking message. Which it seems to have to demand work and effort and fucking shit like that. Exact all the time. It never gets through to us. Because there's something that's catching it before it arrives, yeah? This is what we call the claiming of being the hero. But what it says, you, yet you have listened to it, long and hard you try to understand the message. You have not realized it is impossible to understand what fails entirely to reach you. You have received no messages at all you understand, for you have listened to what can never communicate at all. The thing that's up here narrates. It does not communicate. It talks to, it doesn't talk with. It talks to, yes? It's a pure narration. No communication whatsoever. It's in a full, completely enclosed loop. Yes? You have received no messages on it all you understand, for you have listened to what can never communicate at all. Think then what happens. Let's just cut out the think. Then what happens? <laughs> think then what happens. Denying what you are, this is the... This is, like a, this is like a living autopsy right here. It says denying what you are. Now, no one would be sit thinking they're denying what they are right now, would they? You're not sitting there going, denying what I am, denying what I am, denying what I am. But in fact, that's what's happening. It says denying what you are and firm in faith that you are something else. So... You could also say being firm in faith that you're something else is the act of denying what you are, really. Yeah? It's not a denying of what you are. It's the firm in faith that you're something else is the act of denying what you are. Yeah? That's an amazing trick. Hmm? That's an amazing trick, hasn't it? Yes, yes. So, yes, yeah, so denying what you are and firm in faith that you are something else. See, I have a big thing about faith. I think faith is a force of mind, yeah? I think faith is what's manifesting. I think the generation of manifestation is faith, yeah? And faith is going to manifest by the vehicle it's put in. And I've, had, I've been under that laboratory because I saw what faith and thoughts can do in my addiction. I saw what faith and thoughts can do. They can, they can produce tons of harvesting out of fields of what's not happening. You can be deathly afraid with no apparent threat. It's a fucking mind-boggling. Jesus, supposedly, his big miracle credibility was raising Lazarus from the dead, but at least Lazarus was alive. We're making shit out of nothing all day. 
we're really miracle working all fucking day. We are. If you're in the act of ruining your Sunday because of next week, no fucking Adam, no Labrador is doing that. No orangutan. No fucking worm. You know? Jesus. It's like you have such a great power to be used like that. Seems like fucking insanity. Yeah? To turn it against one. You know what I mean? It's enough to navigate through a day, but 30 years in one day? <laughs> Reminiscing of all the resentments, entertaining, and then projecting all this anxiety about what could possibly happen. Fucking, it's insane. Yeah? All right, so let me go back to here. So denying what you are and firm in faith. So I believe faith is going to manifest in a vehicle put in. If you put it into a failed thought system, it produces anxiety. That's what it does. That same faith, if put somewhere else, will produce an ease and comfort right now. It's the same energy. It's where it's put and what's directing the energy. And I'm telling you, in the act of being identified, the mental state is directing the energy. Denying, all right, so denying what you are, I like saying that. Denying what you are, firm in faith that you are something else. This something else that you have made to be yourself. It's such a beautiful fucking statement. This something else that you have made to be yourself. Yeah? Becomes your sight. Yeah? So we've... We seem to forget the sight of awareness, and now we're relying on the sight of these eyes. And in these eyes, there's separation. In these eyes, there's things. In these eyes, there's time. In these eyes, a lot of things seem fucking real. And now we're relying on this vision, yeah, to tell us what's happening. This something else that you have made to be yourself becomes your sight. Yet it must be the something else that sees. Yes? Called the seer. <laughs> and as not you. Yeah. And as not you. Explains its sight to you all fucking day. <laughs> what? It says it explains its sight for you all fucking, I added all fucking day for emphasis. <laughs> your vision, your vision, not your sight, your vision, yes? Your vision would, of course, render this quite unnecessary. Yeah? You wouldn't, wouldn't need constant reports about what's happening from this fucking insane station because you'd be relying on what's always happening. Yes? And then maybe the, the bulletins would be intuitive thoughts, a sense or a feeling, wisdom, not fucking <laughs> thought upon thought upon thought upon thought. So... <clears throat> Quantity doesn't make any, you know. Yeah. So it goes here. Yet if your eyes are closed and you have called upon this thing to lead you, <laughs> asking it to explain to you the world it sees, you have no reason not to listen nor to suspect that what it tells you is not true. 
Yeah? Because it sounds like you, doesn't it? It has, the hearing of the thoughts are heard in what you would call your voice. It's, ha- it's like hearing the great leader. <laughs> the great leader has spoken. Yes? It's like a trance-setting hypnotism. Watch it, yeah? I don't want to say any more than that, but to me, that's one of the best descriptions of what we're not. That's, that's exactly what's happening. Denying what we are, putting faith, firm faith in what we're not, this what we're not becomes what we are. It represents us. Yeah? Now, to me, this goes much farther than to hear that I'm emptiness and all I am is light and love. That doesn't fucking go anywhere. I want to hear about what I'm not so I can recognize it. Yeah? Because I ain't going to recognize what I am. I ain't going to fucking see what I am. And as they say in all the books, what we are is indescribable, then shut fucking trying to describe it. Just let's talk about what we're not, so what we are can look at that and say, I'm not that, and maybe the vision won't need to be restored. It's never gone anywhere, but it'll be accessed. Just like you can access, let's say you have two cameras, you can access one or the other. We had this old story. You know, in America, we have these cheap cameras. We used to call brownies. You could buy them for like $10 in a little box. They had plastic lenses, and you just would point and hope, you know? You couldn't even see, but you thought, that, per- and then hit it, and then you get them developed, yeah? So let's say there's a brownie, and then there's a super HD, unbelievable super lens camera, and the camera's got a little walking tripod, it's walking around, and it sees the brownie camera, and decides, let me look through the brownie camera. And as it's looking through the brownie camera, it forgets it's the camera, and it takes itself to be the brownie camera, yeah? So now, it has a vague feeling, these pictures suck, yeah? Because it does have HD and all this. And then it's like, but what it does is it goes, um, it goes out and buys like a $3,000 Nikon lens to put on the brownie camera. But the, the plastic lens is the first one. It doesn't matter what comes after. The $3,000 is still seen through the plastic lens. So it keeps trying to add on new accessories to make it a better camera, but it's a fucking brownie camera. So suddenly, it gets an idea, another camera calls it up and says, hey, listen, what the fuck are you looking through that brownie camera? And the guy goes, what? And the other, it gets it, hey, I'm not the brownie camera. Does it need to be pulled apart? No, it wasn't attached ever. It just lifts off, and now, instead of looking through the brownie camera, it sees the brownie camera. Yes? Therefore, in the seeing the brownie counter, it's obvious I'm not that. And so it gets a hit of what it is by seeing what it's not. That's how it realizes what it is by seeing I'm not the fucking brownie. That's what's happening here. That's the directing of this message. See what you're not, and in seeing what you're not, you get a hit of what you are. You can't get the hit of what you are looking for what you are from what you're not. It ain't going to happen. So let's look for at what we're not, and there'll be a, a, 
are moving away and you'll see where you used to look from all day. You'll see it. Yeah? And in seeing it, you'll see, hey, it's manufactured and how can I be it if I'm seeing it? Yeah? And then hopefully the interest and attention will move, maybe just for a second, but it will move back to this default mechanism and baha, it feels fucking solid, yes? Now it seems like it may go back out, but it never goes back out, yes? That's the magician trick. So you keep following the ball, getting close, going far, but nothing's ever left everywhere, yeah? And there's no center to be in everywhere. The center is everywhere in everywhere, yes? So right where you are, is always available at all times with no requirement necessary. So now you have a new basis and you start from there and see how the game board looks from there. And then whatever you want to do, go ahead and do it. It's not you anyway. Yeah? But at least you've been equipped with some eyes to see the fucking pitfalls that are there. See, there's like... Can you imagine being a professor of holes and yet you keep falling in holes? Who gives a shit about knowing holes? I don't want to fall into holes. So let's, let's see what usually gets escaped us because it's a drag to think you're going one way when you're actually going the other way. So. I'll tell you another story. I like these old stories. When I was 12 years old, I started, you know, the girl thing and everything. My hair was getting a little longer then. And I, uh, there was a mall in Long Island in, uh, I think it was East Meadow, called, uh, what was it? It was the biggest mall at the time. So I would wanted, I had this outfit I liked, which were these uh, red corduroys and this gray long sleeve t-shirt. And I'd get that on, I'd take the bus, Roosevelt Field, and I'd strut around looking in all the windows at myself. And I was getting a lot of glances, so I thought it was working. You know, everyone's looking at me, and I'm thinking I'm pretty cool. And I felt pretty good, you know. And every week, I'd get up, and I'd take the bus, go down there. And I'd have this same outfit I'd wear all the time. It was pretty cool. And then a friend of mine had some compassion on me after a few months. And he said, Paul, you know that outfit I always see you on when we go to Roosevelt Field? I go, yeah, those red jean, red uh, cords and the gray shirt. He says, yeah, those red cords are uh, magenta, bro. And that gray shirt is, is pink. And I go, oh, that's why everyone was fucking looking at me. So he tells me they were pink and magenta, and I saw them as pink and magenta and never saw them as gray or red again. Even though I believed they were gray and red for months, as soon as he informed me, hey, bro, they're pink and magenta. I saw them as pink magenta. And I never went into the fucking closet to see if they were fucking gray or red. It was their pink and they've always been pink and magenta. That's sort of like the message. Yes? It's exactly like the message. But how happy you were in the top What? Exactly, you see? That's what comes up. There's an investment. See, I did this other one. We used to do a thing called the Pooper Scooper in AA. It's mostly AA. Uh, 
And there's a guy who has, I think we used it the other night, but I'll do it again. It's a good one. It, and the guy has a beautiful lawn, big house with a big porch. And every morning he jumps without his shoes on onto the lawn and runs around the morning dew and does little angel wings and has like lawn bowling tournaments, rents it out for marriages. It's incredible, beautiful place. And then one day he jumps off the porch and he lands in some shit with no shoes on. So he immediately, you know, retreats back to the porch, puts on some shoes, walks around, and he's just shit all over the fucking place. And smells, and he says, fuck, I can't get rid of this quick enough by tomorrow. I have to cancel the wedding. So then the wedding goes, and he goes back in, comes out in the late afternoon, there's more shit. It's unbelievable. So he comes in and says, I'll just fucking think about it for a while. Turns down the shade, and then he goes to like Home Depot and buys some pictures of lawns. Starts putting them up. And then he hears a lot of people having the same problem. So he invites some of them. They look at the pictures and reminisce what it was like to have a nice lawn. And it smells coming into the house. There's tons of shit. And so he reads about, you know, pooper scoopers. And if you get good at scooping up poop, you can probably get enough shit up that you'll have a little space that's nice, two by six feet maybe. And so he starts doing it, and he starts doing pretty good, and he gets, the word gets around, and other people go, hey, what's your advice? He said, buy this certain pooper scooper, and then he starts becoming a circuit speaker, and he's going around, people have the same trouble, yeah, yeah, I got these videos, watch these videos, how to pick up shit really fast. And he's, he's like got a little, he's got a you know, jacket with his little name, Master Pooper Scoop or whatever. And he's got a whole business going. He's got 500 in the uh, garage. He's selling a lot of books. And a guy comes over and he says, listen, I heard you had a problem. He says, no, I don't have a problem. It's all managed, man. I'm fucking Master Pooper Scooper. And the guy goes, as he's walking out, find the dog. <laughs> and the guy hears it and you would think the guy would go right for the message the solution but he's invested in his solution he's a circuit speaker he's got all these fucking jackets and those, all those pooper scoopers in the garage he likes the solution he has yes this is what you said yes I was happy wearing it yes yes so it blinds you to seeing what's happening yeah so the fact is, get rid of the dog. It's the source of the shit. But how are you going to get rid of the dog if you're identified as the dog? How can you imagine? How can a car get out of a car? You'd have to see it as something else to get out of the car, yes? You can't get rid of the dog if it's you. You're going to pick up after it. Yeah. You're going to defend it. You're going to fucking cherish it. Yeah. Yeah. I see the selfing as a parasitical movement. And as a parasite, it's never going to be domesticated. It's not going to be a service animal. It's not going to be your friend. It wants a life. It wants to have the expression you offer. It wants to see life in its view, not yours. Yeah? Or a vision, at least. Yeah? And it convinces you that it's you. It talks to you as you through the thought system. In recovery, we have an extreme version of it. So it gets really nasty. It wants to lead us to its idea of surrender, which is fuck it. And it knows if it takes us to fuck it, we're apt to do almost anything, which in, in the case of an addict is to get loaded again after knowing there's no way I should fucking ever do drugs again. 
you're doing them again. And once the genie's out of the bottle, you're screwed. And if you look at it, you know, you look at reg people, everyone is self-centered, yes? And so let's, let's say everyone is saddled with an acoustic version. Then you get an addict or, or an alcoholic, they've got an electrified version. Lots of long drum solos and fucking Inagata DeVitas. <laughs> it's an extreme version of self-centeredness. And actually, we're great teaching aids to others. Yeah? Because sometimes when something is extremely expressed, you can notice it more than when it's subtly expressed. Yeah? <laughs> but it is, it's a parasitical nature. It is. Yeah? And if you've seen, you ever hear, there's a new, there's so many studies on parasites in nature. There's one that's called Toxo. It's an interesting thing. It's in 20% of mammals. Lots of humans have it in their brain. And Toxo, like the parasites are unbelievable. They have the hardest fucking degree of difficulty in their lives. Because they, all they want is to reproduce. But their reproduction is incredibly difficult. So the toxo is appearing, let's say, in a rat, and the only where, the only place it can reproduce is in the belly of a cat. Now the rat has no transportation. The back, you know, the 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 uh, parasite it can't call for Uber to get to a cat. It has to convince the rat to go to a cat and basically, you know, go there with a knife and fork and say, "Eat me." So they have videos of rats going up to four cats in the middle of the day, just fucking knocking into them until the fucking cat finally kills it. And then the rat gets killed, the toxo gets to the belly, fucking reproduces, and when the cat shits it out, he sets off more of the parasite for some other animal to run into to fucking do the whole thing again. Yeah? You don't see this as parasitical? You don't see the vision that blinds you to the the sight that vibes, blinds you to the vision is not parasitical. That this vision gets turned off and then you listen to this channel all day and you think this is real the way it sees things. And this is just a foreign fucking memory and at best is put as a goal called a spiritual goal that you search for the rest of life using exactly what you are to search for what you are. It's hiding in plain sight. The entrance is ordinariness. I went out with this light junkie from this, this Course in Miracles thing. I saw her, man. This lady demonstrated juice, you know, fucking Kundalini, unbelievable. Just go into fucking ecstatic visions and joys. And I went out with her, and she told me it didn't mean a fucking thing. Five years of phenomena. And I listened to her. I thanked her very, very much. Yeah. Yeah. All those things are extras. They're not the fucking way. Yeah. The fucking way is the ordinary way. The dog shit awareness way. The no way. Just see what you're not and then find out what you are. Yeah. You may be totally okay, just as you're not. That's the only way. This was an urban renewal project, seriously. There was so much fault found in this, and I had a lot of evidence for a lot of more fault that I had denied and avoided. 
And it was just a constant pressure to make it better. You know, it was like fucking an oppressive drive. I have to improve this. Yeah, it's got to be better. Maybe to make up for past sins. I don't know. It was just a drive. And it was relentless. And that thing, that urban renewal project was just shut down. And all that budget that went towards that endeavor now is enriching my fucking moment. Yes? Yeah. And what showed up, I didn't even know it for months, was acceptance. This has never been in a field of acceptance since my grandmother died. When I was young, when my grandmother hugged me, that was pure love. You know? And then, this vision will deny you. This, this view will deny you. You've been convicted of fucking things in its court and you will be withheld by your obedience to it from a lot of the joys of life and relationship. Mm. Yeah, don't pass nothing by. Nothing is the gift that keeps on giving, surely. Everything and anything can come out of nothing. And we've all had tons of something, haven't we? What does it add up to? Nothing. Why not start at nothing? Really? Be done, yeah? Yeah. So, hey, any questions? No, that would be great. <laughs> yeah. So happy I get a chance to be here. Yeah. I hope I hope what you entertain leads to a traveling lighter. Yeah. And then gratitude for that simple quality, because it's an incredible quality to be able to travel lighter. It really is. Yeah. And I found it by seeing what I'm not. Not in, by improving what I'm not, but by seeing what I'm not. And that was a vast improvement. <laughs> really. So, all right, well, that's that, eh? Yes. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, thank you. Yes. All right, well. Yes. I got to bring you to every talk. You're, you're on the payroll. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just record you and I'll, I'll play it underneath the table. What? You'll get royalties, yes. That's right. You'll get royalties. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you're going to get you're gonna plenty of royalties. <laughs> That was a good way to end it. I just hopefully caught that. Yeah. That's everyone's going to ask me, where was the Irish lady? <laughs>